Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll. The short leg on your table that just keeps making it wobble. I'm Tommy Calhoun. Couch guy. And I'm Tim. A person sitting on this couch that is very wobbly next to Couch Guy. If you've never listened to Versus Extreme before, we take all these heroes and villains and throw them into all kinds of combat situations or events between ally and foe, friend and bow. Scenario. Enemy scenario. Yep. Um, uh, general concept v. general concept. Yeah. Curses. Um, blurses. It's a moron um, podcast for morons. So if that if you think you're a moron, then welcome. You're you're already in the fold. Nice. Um, first first point of order. I would like to congratulate Tim <gasps> for his engagement. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Of course, thank he finally you. got his kill switch engaged. Yep. Oh no, that's the well, one I'm talking about. Yep, that's the one. That's yep. the one. Thank you, thank you. So thank Tim, you. I got my invitation in the mail, and you're having a destination wedding. Yes, I am. And now this is very important. Uh, the invitations went out before the engagement happened for a very specific reason. Everyone needs an optimal time pre- to prepare because we are having the wedding on the moon. Um, okay. Yes. Mm. Right. Yes. Yeah, I was super jazzed when I saw that. Yeah. Everyone will have to get, like, trained, approved, and if you don't get approved, you can't go, so that's, there's a little snag, mm-hmm. but it's okay. You just need to kind of change around your whole life just to fit in with gotcha. this for the okay. next uh, four or five years. Yeah. So, right. um, I actually have an uncle who works at NASA, so getting that part of it is fine. Oh, yeah, you're set. But my, I'm, I'm just a little worried about, like, having like pulling the right strings in order to um get like trained in the russian program and like becoming fluent in that yeah wait is there, what is there like a block discount like can i just call them up and say like hey i'm like you know part of uh the like Vialova's block can i i think you've been calling the wrong people if they're talking about russian things i don't know where that came from yeah. Okay, I gotta change my Hold on a second. Password. Wait. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, no. they might know about your wedding now. I, th- I think I got hacked. Oh, yeah. No one was supposed to know about this. Did you guys not read that on the invitations? This is top secret. No, I read oh. the invitations. I read the invitations. Marcus, said, what the fuck? We're not supposed to tell anyone. Like, even if I were to sell it to the Chinese Communist Party, that's not supposed to do that. Yeah, you're probably not supposed to do Tell that, me, honestly. please refresh this man on what was yeah, on the invitations. Yeah, so, Marcus, if you didn't read the. Uh, invitation it's on the moon right obviously you have to get your training yeah mm-hmm. um the dress codes in there yes interesting choice of dress code that you did choose all sleeveless tuxedos for the like yeah the bridal party yeah um, and the, the groom and all the grooms merrymen and everything like that that's what i'm talking about um yes uh also i i do get byob i am going to by my own b um, I will put that on the the rocket, and mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. Neil Armstrong tries to keep me off, I'll just tell him, "Chill out, buddy. Have a have a peeber." Yeah. Um, and uh, about the BYOB, we wanted to get a full, you know, open bar. However, there was there was no places willing to uh do the, the do the venue. Right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. the thing is, like, most people just put like BYOB and then a few other things. But Tim. You're, uh, aside from the other things, like your toothbrush, toothpaste, because we're going to spend a week on the moon resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put BYOB three times? What are the other two Bs? I'm assuming the first one is beer. Okay. First one is not beer. Oh, okay. Second one's beer. Oh, good. The first one... Tim, are you having us bring beans to your wedding? 
I didn't want to say it, but it's bring your own beans. <laughs> okay. So we've got beans. Yeah, we've we got don't. Beer. I don't want to talk about what the third one is. I know what the third one is. I don't and the reason talk you don't want to say it. it, we're it's bring your own butt. We I have to pay wanna... for our own. We have to bring. We have to fucking pay for our own traveling expenses to get to the moon. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's pretty I shitty, though. I, it would be it. really nice if we had a moon tram or something that would kind of cover that cost, but we just I mean, gotta it, you know? we just I mean, gotta like, steal a, a musky rocket. I mean, like I'm not I mean, mad about fine. it. I mean, like, you know, it's Tim's wedding. Like yeah, I'm gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. Like I am going to be going like from a fucking rocket NASA style. Mm-hmm. However, you guys get there, that is your job. Right. Yeah. That is why I say bring your Ooh. own. Ooh, Marcus, I have a business opportunity for you. Okay. I have been building a catapult. Ooh. <laughs> Can we put a pin in this? <laughs> yeah, we should probably get to a question. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm so much more interested in this now. <laughs> so much more interested in this now. It's okay. That's that's the suspense. Okay. That's what we keep the vis- the li- listeners in, in waiting for. Yeah, we're going to bring this up at the end. For. We're going to bring this up at the end. Winky, you got a question for us? Yes, I do. So, this one comes from at Bad Disco Duck. At Bad Disco Duck. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. And it is. People who really like pickles versus people who really like purple. Before we go any further, I'm going to say we have each of those people in here, at least one of them. I know that you're the really like purple. Yes. Who's the really like pickles between me and Tommy? Because, like, I mean, I... I do. It's me, okay? <laughs> it's me. Fuck you. It's me. Like, I, I are, you know what? I have some thoughts on this already. Okay, what is well, it? Spill them then. Okay. Like a jar of pickles. First off, before I, you know, like just, a paint of purple. Before I really get out here and just show my ass, um, is there anybody Too late. that, like, really, like, who else, like, really likes purple? Because the only person that I know of is Tim. That's coming to my I mind right now. Love purple. Purple yeah. is the best color. There's uh, only one good color, and it's purple. I know that, like, we actually went to high school with a lot of people like purple, but that was just because it was our school colors, right. mm. which doesn't count. No. Doesn't no, fucking count. That doesn't count. No. That's just like making your whole personality about like watching anime yeah. or vaping or something like that. If your whole personality is that you like your school football team from high school, Wait, now hold on you. a second. Hold on a second. Wait, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, like vaping or anime or longboarding or playing yeah. League of Legends. Stop it! Stop it, Tommy! Or getting engaged. Or I hate anything. this game. I hate it. I hate all of it. You have a podcast. Um, so here's, okay, so here's what I'm going to say. Okay. Um, Tommy does really like pickles. Yes. But like, I know some other people who really like pickles. Namely, my sister. Mm-hmm. And if I were to put my sister and you into a room, she would absolutely beat your ass. <laughs> okay. First of all... First of all, like on site. <laughs> first of all, let me say this: I don't like purple. Like, I okay. I feel like my like of purple is on the same level of like Tommy liking pickles. I think that's a fair fight. Mm-hmm. I think the people would want to see that. However, I as a just like I love purple. I am not going to go up again. Say I love pickles. I'm not doing it. It is not fair for you to put me <laughs> at that situation, Marcus. Okay, it's okay. not fair. All right, we're fighting someone else to do the crazy fight. Okay, it's yeah. not me. Okay. My power level is not high enough. Well, Tim, as much as I'd love to go over the fight between you and me of someone who loves purple and someone who loves pickles, yes, I feel like we're going to save the 
three for all the three for all free for all between all of us for the 150th episode yes. the 100th episode or something. yeah that seems really fun we're just actually gonna fight each other like. <laughs> record it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you actually scroll down in the description of your podcast link um it will have a link to a world star video of me and tim beating each other's ass in yeah. the street outside yes. of our house yes while marcus washes <laughs> he's recording uh, uh, yeah yes. i'm the guy yelling world yeah star. yeah oh, rachel yeah, yeah. rachel's standing off the side going beat his ass beat his fucking <laughs> oh, ass no. and you can't tell who she's cheering for oh no so uh yeah prepare for that what was this question again yeah Tim. okay so question? yeah oh yes I, here's my thing okay i don't know that many people who really like the color purple aside from tim okay mm-hmm. but i do know a lot of people who really pickles and every single one that i've met is an absolute hard ass mm-hmm. yeah mm. i think uh, militant pickle lovers might take the cake on this you one. know what i feel like that's kind of fair because i can only think of one person that i know that really likes purple and it was someone that i went uh they were in a acting class that i had taken when oh. i was like 14 or 15 mm-hmm. it was like this nine-year-old girl she was like how do i put this imagine the devil <laughs> right okay. oh i'm there dude. and then that's the whole thing <laughs> that's it. that's all of it okay like Just it's not <laughs> imagine the judeo-christian devil yeah and you're like 90 percent of the way like there. she's not necessarily like a bad child she was just like specifically evil however she was a child and so i can't like i don't right. i can't imagine yeah. a child going up against like that's my only form of reference right. for that mm-hmm. okay. so i will I will concede to the to, to the pickles on this one. Cool. Yeah, and see, like, like I said, man, it's just one of those things where, like, I feel like people who like pickles, there's just so many of them, and they all have like just that little zest to them. Yeah, that's like that's I, the vinegar. I do not want. I do not want to fight you. Pickle zest. Yeah, the pickle yeah. zest. The pickle mm-hmm. zest. I love zesting my pickles before I eat them. If you don't zest your pickles, are you do you are you really eating them? I mean, I, like I, you know what. Uh, I mean, you guys know I really like salt, yeah. salty mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Uh, whenever I was in high school, th- I stopped doing this, thankfully, but good. I used to like salt my pickles. Oh, I my God. Oh, my God. No, that's fair. We, Marcus and I both grew up in very like rural Georgia, the kind of rural where like, if anybody is familiar with like Honey Boo Boo, where like they would yeah. be make like skeddy and it was like ketchup and butter and noodles and yeah. like that was their skeddy. Spaghetti. Yeah. Um, short into skeddy. That's like what it's called. I've no. Yeah, like I used to eat butter out of those like the little fucking. I almost called it display butter. The butter (laughs) that they would put out at like IHOP to put on your pancakes, and they just had like a little chamber, like a little like fucking magazine of them on the side of the table next to the syrup. Did you say a magazine of butter? Yeah, I would grab like three of those little motherfuckers while I was waiting on my food and just peel the top and like get a good finger in there and scoop the whole thing out and eat it. So like, okay, I feel like that. Where did that come from? <laughs> that Tommy? is less. Where I was just saying from? like we come from like like a oh, place where okay. like people just eat weird shit okay. or like well, like an excessive a... right. love of this like weird weird kind of food. Yes, thing. that butter. story speaks more about you than North Georgia. <laughs> No, no, no. This is this is you know butter to the layman is not in any way like pickles, but to the educated soul, butter is exactly like a pickle. In what yeah. ways? In the ways. See, that's why. That's how I know you're a layman, Marcus. Right, but just like try to, if you would, if you'd I can't. be so kind to elevate me. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I guess what Tim is trying to say is salting your pickles is to a layman what an education is to eating butter straight out of the cup. That sounds like the hardest SAT question. (laughs) (laughs) 
Whatever, pickles have it. Next okay. question. The, the pickles have it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Winky? Just gave us a question. Yeah, Winky Tommy, did. Tommy, I'm a, yep. Yeah, I can, I can give you a question, I guess. This is a Reddit question that comes to us from the Would You Rather subreddit. It was posted by user This Hasn't Been Easy. Thanks. Uh, this hasn't been easy. Thank you. This hasn't been easy. I can tell this wasn't easy for you. Would you rather get 30 loose pennies every day for the rest of your life or never deal with pennies again? I have some feelings on this, but I want to get your initial gut reaction. I do first. too. But all right. You just want my initial gut reaction? Yes. I don't want pennies. Fair. Pennies fucking blow. Tim? Tim's doing some hashtag quick maths over what there. What the fuck are you guys talking about? What do you mean you don't want pennies? That's over $100 a year just right in your lap. What do you mean? Okay, just see, save them. Put them in a jar. Put them in a, a jar. That is a very good point, Tim. Uh, I was going to wait until after I got your initial reads to talk about this, but you are a step ahead of me. What this question is essentially asking is, would you rather have get paid $100 a year to put up with the horseshit of pennies or not ever have to deal with pennies ever fucking again. And I would gladly take never deal with pennies than get $100 a year. So effectively, effectively, Mm -hmm. you are buying a subscription service to never dealing with pennies for $100. Yes. Uh, One man gets paid $100 a year to make sure a penny never falls in my hand. And if it does, he dies. And they have <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh no! Okay, so Tom, is, mm. in this in, in this world where if I were to choose, I'd never have to deal with pennies again. Mm. Is it just the fact that like every purchase I make just happens to round to the nearest five cents, or is it one of those things where like uh, tomorrow the the United the United States abolishes the penny? Yeah, it's kind of like a mix of both. Like pennies still exist ideologically. Like the prototypical idea of a penny is still maintained because every purchase that we make, you kind of have this imaginary floating remainder above your head. And so if your remainder hits above a certain amount, then it fills in the like rest of however much a price is. So if your remainder is 0.4. That's some death note ass shit. Because you don't have Fucking numbers enough pennies and shit to over equal your a nickel, a nickel or yeah. five. Yeah. And you buy something that is 46 cents, then, or no, it's uh, 56 cents, or, and you only have, wait. No, you buy something that's 46 cents, then you can just like fill it, like the remainder that you pay for with 50 cents gets added onto your total. So then you have a 0.8 remainder, you get a nickel back, and then your remainder goes to three. So you just get a nickel instead. So you never have to deal with pennies. It's just automatically taken care of for you. Okay. But the idea of having a distinction between fifths of, or like a 0.05 amount, there are still differences in between that. Okay. I mean, like, you know that, like, there are countries who have just, like, abolished their one cent piece, <laughs> right? Like, they have this figured out. Yeah, no, but we, we really need to overcomplicate it. But this it. is that's not, because that would change it for everyone, right? Yeah, we're yeah. working on imperial pennies. Yeah, like, and I want to be able to make this decision for myself in the same world, so you get to do whatever you're going to do to get rid of pennies, okay. and I'll just make some money. Yeah, fuck it. I just don't want pennies. I don't want to deal with them. Pennies are useless. I never end up using them. Even if I save my change, I never end up using pennies. Yeah. Uh, and if I do, it's literally just like, oh, okay, well, this uh, fucking covers the cost of the Coinstar. And I'm not going to take my coins to a bank. Anybody who takes their coins to a bank is a sadist who f- <laughs> just fucking wants to watch a, someone in a suit count shit out like a monkey. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just like, take it to the coin star, eat the 10 cents. You're not going to use those fucking pennies anyway. I fucking hate it's those 10% sons of, okay. of the whole thing. You 10% say that like, of the whole thing. You say that like that's a bad thing, but I would gladly, like, what a fucking power move to bring in all of your change to the bank and put it down and be like, fucking count it. See, like, they can put it in, they, fucking they, can, count they it. can just put it in machines, right? Right? No. Well, at least the bank, like, I used to, like, I used to use, I remember, because, like, when I was little, I did have, like, a penny accumulation. I just had a drawer, and it was, like, all the change I ever got. There you go, there you go. I just go, kept chucking go. pennies and shit into it. I fucking hate pennies, because I started counting all the money in that drawer, right? I got all my Ziploc bags, and I put them on my bed, and then I poured the drawer out of my bed, and I started going through by individual coin amounts. So I started with quarters, oh, and I counted out quarters. start with the quarters. And I wrote down the quarter amount. And then I started, and then I went to the dimes, and I wrote out the dime amount in the bags. And then I got to mm. the nickels, and I started feeling really bad that I'd even kept the nickels. And then I got to the pennies, and I had like six bags of pennies that were worth like five bucks. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's the thing. Like, like... no, like total, not yeah. six div- different bags of pennies. It was like six whole bags of pennies made one five dollar bill, one crisp. $5 bill that took me like 45 minutes to sort out. You're telling me that you don't want to wheelbarrow in $100 worth of pennies into a bank once a year and just say, have at it, fuckers. Well, no, and, th- and the reason why, this is why, is because most people who are on the ground floor of a bank, they're not the fuckers. Yeah. Like, it, you, like if I could go into a bank and get get the CEO down there or whatever yeah. and be like, count the shit out, then I would. Well, I mean, that's saying that counting out $100 worth of pennies is not a fun time. It's not a fun time. Are you telling me that counting out $100 for the pennies is a fun time to you, too? If I was getting paid for it, yes. I'll put on a fucking, I'll put on a podcast and just zone out. I'm just <laughs> counting pennies, bro. Tim, you can't Tim, do that in a bank, the, dude. Tim you can't listen to a podcast in a bank. I can. So I got my AirPods in. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, when you walk in the bank, there's three signs. No shirt, no shoes, no service, and then below it, someone has scrolled in with permanent marker. Don't play any fucking podcasts, you twenty-year-old. <laughs> Jesus. Yes. Yes, I know about last podcast on the left. Oh my Yes, God. you've told me about versus extreme. No, I don't want to listen to it. <laughs> oh my! I'm here God. to count change and tell you that you don't have enough money for a loan. She want me to change, but all my changes in the couch. Is it Zach Fox? Who? I know. Yeah. I love Zach Fox. We're not, we're just not a Zach Fox podcast, though. What I'm here to say is that pennies are useful. I use pennies. When I pay in cash, I like to have pennies. I'm just like, hey, look, it's a one. I'll pay you with this penny. <laughs> it's do, a one. <laughs> do I think, do I think that pennies should be abolished? Yes. I think they should be, but they're not. And I don't think that's going to happen, like, okay. anytime soon. Well, so long, you know what, Tim? So long as we stand on the same side as, like, pennies should be abolished. Oh, yeah, they totally should be, but until yeah. they are, I'm totally going to use them. I get that. I'll mm. get, I'll fucking get paid. I'll get $100 a year. You got, you know what? You got it, I'll man. get fucking, no, uh, duh, fucking, what can you get with $100? A new knife. <laughs> so in three years, you can buy a Nintendo Switch. Yep. Hey. Oh, no. That's the thing, dude. $100 can't even buy you 20 bucks anymore. A nice (laughs) dinner. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, $100 is like jump change now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Plus, you have to keep it the whole year. And, like, pennies don't make a good decorative piece. I think like the best cute. way you can store them is in one of those big Coke bottles, but it makes you look like you're seven years old. You just put them in a big bin out behind your house. <laughs> no one's gonna. <laughs> oh, cool! Seal you've them. got your big bin of pennies. So if anybody wants to rob your house, they're like, "Hmm, guess I'll get the 
penny bin next to the trash and garbage. Sure, fucking do it. Hey. It's fifty dollars, dude. You know what? I, also, I got. I uh, I want to go ahead and bring this up real quick too, because there's never going to be another opportunity for me to talk about this. You guys know those paper rolls that they get for like quarters and pennies and shit like that. Yeah. You know that like they're uh, practically useless nowadays. Like the you coin can't... rollers. Yeah. Like I mean, it's good for you personally. But, like, as soon as you, like, roll them up or anything, you take them anywhere, people are going to open them up. Because, like, even if you take them to a bank, they're going to open them up in front of you. Just because, like, uh, people are shitheads and put, like, weights in there. Uh, and so, like, they have, like, the exact amount of, like, how much $10 worth of quarter should weigh in a roll. But then, like, it's only 50 cents in, like, concrete inside. Oh. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. So. I mean, I know the like, that they're pretty useful for, like, restaurants. Yeah, well, whenever you get them from the bank, it's fine. That's one thing. Oh, like but a like, personal usage, it's yeah. just completely useless. Yeah, yeah as soon as like sense. a person gets them, then like they're you might, you might as well, as well, you might as well have a ziploc open. bag full of it. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. no matter what, they're gonna have to recount it anyway. Right. I have something important to say. Then Please. say it. And I'm by liking. say, I mean ask. And by ask, I mean Marcus. Yeah. Question. Okay. Well, it's that time of year, fellas, where. Uh, producers and uh, inventors come up with their, all of their brand new ideas and take them to Mark Ruffalo on Shark Tank. Um, and so we're going to do a little bit of an emulation of that here in the Versus Extreme Studio lot 50B. Um, nice. And that is, yep. that's, uh, that's we're, we we're calling this pitching season. So I've asked the boys to come up with a new invention, and then we're all going to kind of uh, talk about it and uh, give critiques where critiques are needed. Um, that way, hopefully, Mark Ruffalo can... Uh, smile upon us. It's Mark Ruffalo, right? No, it's Mark Cuban. I knew it wasn't Mark Ruffalo. What the fuck? I would rather be smar- smiled upon by Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he seems like a kinder, gen- gentler man than Mark- a, a billionaire. Who is Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban's on Shark Tank. Yeah, he's the billionaire that funds Shark Tank. Oh fuck you, Mark Cuban. Mark Ruffalo. He's a billionaire. He is. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fuck Mark Cuban. Hey, if you got, if you have a billion dollars, fuck you. Yeah, I don't care who up. you are. Anyway. <laughs> oh. Same time. Uh, so this, uh, I'm gonna start. So. Mm-hmm. Here's I feel like idea. you probably stole mine. Maybe. Don't don't look at that. Don't read that. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, it's not the same. I just read. Oh, okay, it. you um, fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> but he's gonna steal it now. Okay, so this this how how about this? Right, you're walking outside. It starts raining. I like, already don't like this. And you're like, oh, son of a bitch. I, well, can I get I, through my fucking thing? I'm so upset about you this. You started already. it with me getting rained on, dude. What the hell? Uh, yeah, because, it, well, I'm, it's about to be better. So okay. you're walking outside, it starts raining, and you're like, son of a bitch, dude. Mm-hmm. I wish I had something to cover my head with. Yeah. And you don't have a hat. And that's an umbrella. Thank God the umbrella exists, right? Yeah. But what about this, dude? Like, you know, you can fit your partner underneath your umbrella. You can fit your pets underneath your umbrella. Sometimes. But what's the most important thing that you'll ever purchase or use in your day-to-day life? My computer. That's right, your house. And so, <laughs> what, and, and so now that you think about it, dude, every house you've ever lived in has been left out in the rain. So what I'm proposing is an umbrella for your house, where you just get a big umbrella, put it in the middle of your estate, right? And all the rain doesn't doesn't get in it doesn't get there do you guys know how much of how much how many how many roofs how much rain is responsible for roof damage every house i've been in has been left out in the rain <laughs> yeah exactly dude i think you're giving tim a crisis <laughs> every single one of them exactly dude oh no we've already we've seen the damage that water do you did you know that ma- that water is like the ultimate solvent given enough time water can dissolve anything and that includes your fucking house dude no <laughs> i mean you're right we do devote a lot of our energy to waterproofing the outside of our house mm-hmm. in the first place because 
you have to make sure your roof is waterproof. Yep. And if like it gets a hole in it, then you got to patch it. Yeah. You've got gutters that oh, keep yeah. the leaves from getting on your house. You've got uh uh fucking drainage. You got to spray the outside of your house with insulation foam sometimes to keep water from getting in the sides. You got to use special paint. Yep. So what do you guys think? Umbrella house? Are you guys sold on house umbrella? So uh, I love this so okay, much. Great, great, I have one thought. Yeah. What if it's storming and the wind's blowing a lot? Oh, you so know you how guys... umbrellas do this thing where they like go flappy? Yeah. What if it was a bigger umbrella, uh-huh. one that was like really, really wide, wide yes. enough to like reach the ground, but clear? See, that's you just beat me to my next point. Then <gasps> is you press a button and it turns into like the uh, the dome that goes around the city in uh, the dome. Okay. Holy shit. Or in the right. Simpsons movie, depending on which one you're more familiar with. <laughs> I'm more familiar with the dome. Thank okay. you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So we're getting there. Yeah. Um, would you care to follow me through this thought experiment a little further? Yes. Aren't you leaving the umbrella out in the rain at that point? Hmm. That's actually, uh, that's a great point, Tommy. Uh-huh. And I'd like to touch on this too, in that, uh, uh, <laughs> house umbrella is actually a subscription based model. <laughs> Every month we send you a brand new umbrella for your house. <laughs> that way each umbrella doesn't have to stay out in the rain forever. <laughs> because not only can water dissolve everything in your house, it can also dissolve your house umbrella. Yeah. And you don't want to let your valuable investment go to waste. Yes. Yeah. So send your valuable investment to the uh, house umbrella spa. <laughs> So for, no yeah. water allowed. House Umbrella, is, you can subscribe for the uh, for the low, low, low monthly co- cost of seven ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine. Wow, that's not bad. A month. That's not bad. All right. Well, I like House Umbrella. It's yeah. pretty good. They yeah, seem what? like a trustworthy company. I'll f- I'll fund it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got a good subscription model. I'll fund yeah. It. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm sending this off to Mark Cuban next. Okay, Mark Ruffalo. Thank you. <laughs> so. I actually, uh, I had this phrase pop into my head when, like, Marcus was kind of reeling that he was going to be using pitching season as our new bit. Ah. Um, and at first, it started out as tactical man's deployment, but it's essentially just a a little jar, and you, it's kind of like the same technology that they use for like the Google Home and Alexa and Siri okay. and that sort of thing. But let's say that you're working on a project for your house. And you're really not sure how to get it done. Tactical man deployment. You unscrew the drawer. You shake out the little man that lives inside. <gasps> and he's going to oh, tell shit. you exactly how to do it. Just exactly how to do it. <laughs> okay. Every single step. Great. Even if you already know how to do some of it, he's going <laughs> to tell you exactly how to do it. And then when you go and buy the, the product that he tells you, like say you're painting your house and you ask him right. how, much, how much paint you'll need. He says, well, you know... Paint's really nice. It's really valuable. Uh, people need it to paint their houses. Um, you don't really know much about paint. You don't know what yeah, kind yeah. of paint you need. So I'm just going to make this real easy for you. And then he gives you exactly what kind of paint you need and how much. Okay. But when you go to Home Depot and you buy it and you bring it back, he goes, oh, well, I wouldn't have bought that brand, but whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, so that was that was the original plan for tactical man deployment. Okay. Can I, um, let me ask you this real quick, Tommy. Mm-hmm. So like, does, uh, does like, whenever you, you know, get tactical man out of his deployment jar, do, is he going to like, you know, get out there and like uh, help you with stuff or just like kind of like stand over your shoulder and be super overbearing? No, or... he's t- way too small to do any work. So right. he's just going to stand there and point out everything you do wrong. Okay. So that way, like you get better. Yeah, kind of. Okay. 
Okay, whenever he comes out of the jar, does he make uh, like a, a, a sloshing sound? <laughs> like he comes out like of dog it, food. Yeah, <laughs> and he squeezes out like. Yeah, they have to <laughs> fold them up. So like gotcha. you turn you really what you do is you can't open the jar and then you turn it upside down. You realize it's not coming out, so you shake it, and it's kind of like refried beans, where it's like he's completely packed in there, and so as he wobbles mm. out, he goes. Okay. And then he falls on the ground, and then he like unforms into his kind of goes through the the steps of like like natal um development really yeah, quickly right. yeah, 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 until yeah. he becomes a fully fledged man within the process of like 15 seconds. Oh, so yeah. once he's out like he starts off like, you know, fresh and when he, when he comes out, do you have to clothe him? No, he he actually grows the plaid oh, okay. shirt and tucked into his blue jeans oh, okay. and his little tool belt. Oh, no. It's all kind of like um like a bone structure. Okay. So it's like a one use only type of thing or like Yeah, once once you're done with the project, he degrades into dust. Oh, okay. Okay. That's cool. A, yeah, okay. Um last question. I'm really mm-hmm. liking this and I'm only asking this because Mark Cuban probably would. Mark mm-hmm. Ruffalo. Oh, yeah, right. Um if so why would I spend money on tactical man's deployment? When I can just get a boyfriend. And there it is. <laughs> That's <laughs> why. You know how I said tactical man deployment started out as this and has kind of evolved. Right. Um, so the new model of tactical man's deployment is actually kind of like Uber, but for a boyfriend. So let's say that you have to go to a <laughs> wedding and you don't really have the con- like the courage to tell your parents like, yeah, no, I'm just like not seeing anybody right now. I know I've already graduated from college. Uh, I know that you did meet my boyfriend of three years. Uh, he was a piece of shit. I'm sorry. You can just say, oh, no, I'm seeing Stefan. He'll actually be here in 25 minutes. He stopped at uh, Wendy Hill Road. Uh, (laughs) It is the tiny, it's still a tiny man. No, still a tiny man. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) When he gets out of the Uber car, he still slops out. (laughs) He, he like just gets like fully grown, oh, specifically no. genetically engineered for the situation you need him for. Say it's a wedding. He knows the proper protocol, the proper dance moves. Uh, he will get completely, absolutely plastered and marry the groom's sister-in-law and propose to her that night. But he's still boyfriend for the night. Um, okay. okay. He's also uh, very, very small. Yeah, he's still very small. <laughs> he's but still very small, it, sloshy it, man. It works for a variety of situations. Say you're at the bar and you don't really want to be hit on by other creepy men. You can just hire one creepy man <laughs> to come to get delivered directly to your house uh, to the bar so much. on an Uber. Oh, um, no. And we could even we could even partner with Uber and uh, get like some like the, yeah, get yeah, those yeah, guys yeah. to buy in and like be the ori- initial investors. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you guys wouldn't even have to worry about investing in uh, nice. tactical man deployment. That's pretty good. I'm signing off on this. I'm sending this to Mark Cuban. Cool. cool. I'm sending it to Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Well, Timothy, one, of, one of them's going to yes. do something with it. You you have a, a product? Ah, uh, yes. So, have you guys ever been at... Stop reading over me. Stop. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Stop. You guys are the I'm worst. not reading. Stop I'm not reading. doing it. I can't even read. Yes, you... Stop it. Stop it now. My hand's in the way, Tim. I can't read. Putting it over here. Okay. Have you ever been in this situation? You're out for a night on the town, but all of a sudden, you realize that you forgot to eat dinner. You were prepared for this, though. You whip out your spare Lunchables or other mini sandwich-making prepackaged meal. But wait, that's just not fancy enough. (laughs) Introducing the portable mini panini maker. (laughs) Or the portini (laughs) here. The the one more more time? The portini here. The portini here, okay. All you have to do is bring out your portini here because small crackers with little bits of ham and cheese fit just perfectly into this <laughs> portable panini maker. <laughs> Remember, one bake and you'll never eat tiny cold cuts again. 
I already love this. <laughs> I'm signing the papers. Too. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. No I'm so glad. <laughs> actually, uh, before we go any further, do you want to actually team up with Tactical Man's deployment? So he could, if you're ever hungry, he could even bring you a little panini maker. That's pretty good. <laughs> then, it's like, you can just out give of the him lunchables and stuff and buy one yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how a lot of these, like, uh, you know, like waffle makers and panini makers, they come yeah, with yeah. a little bit of lube on them, just like that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just the 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 grease from the tactical <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, as he slides out of the car. Yeah, as he yeah. slides like, out of the yeah, car. Yeah, that way. That way, whenever he gives you the panini maker, the mini. The paninier, right? Pan- the paninier. No, wait. The portinier. Portini, portini, portini. Yeah, whatever he gives you the portinier and you start like stacking your lunchables, he's like, oh, you know, actually, the best way to make a sandwich is put the cheese on the bottom. And- <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, LMAO. But you know what's a good thing to listen to when you're not listening to Versus Extreme? Oh, shit. And sometimes at the Ooh. same time. Ooh. When, so you said when I'm not listening to Versus Extreme? Or at the same time. What if I'm listening okay, to... Oh, maybe okay. at the same time. All right. Yeah, I listen to Versus Extreme all the time. Slam Your X. This is an ad break for Slam Your X. We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that, like, screwed you over that one time? Sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair? Sucks. Writer's block? Sucks. My old poetry? Sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis, I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slam Your Ex Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. Okay, we're back. Okay, now I'm going to listen to Slam Your Ex all the time, nonstop. Uh, Holy shit. Right. Versus, versus in the right, Slam on the left. Yeah. Versus yeah. Slam Your Extreme Ex. Whoa, shit. Stop dude. it. No. You just got Pilgrim vs. the World. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Jesus Christ. Tim, do you have a question for us? I do, actually. So, this one comes from at Trashnality1 on Twitter. Thank you, at Trashnality1. Thank you, at Trashnality1. I love this question. (laughs) And it is, Incineroar from Pokemon versus a brass knuckle-wielding angry Mr. Shere Khan from Tailspin. Okay. So this is specifically the Shere Khan from Tailspin. And I not feel the one like from Jungle Book. I think we can take all renditions of Shere Khan and kind of it's just that Mr. Shere Khan is yeah he has a certain demeanor to him that you really want to okay bring into the situation. Then Incineroar wins because Shere Khan is afraid of fire. Well, hold on now. Holy shit! Wait, I, I that's think, literally wait, is that the true? entire point of Jungle Book. <laughs> That's yeah. the whole plot. You know, I didn't even think of that. I think we should just move on to the next question. <laughs> Stop it. No. No. like That is a very good point that you've just made, Tommy. But like, I feel like there's still some goof juice somewhere in here. Oh, we can keep going. I'm just like, I'm getting out ahead of this. And no, 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 no. I want you to know you fucking ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Tim worked so hard on this question. <laughs> I didn't work on this. This is Trashnality 1 on Twitter. worked very hard in the fields, harvesting the submission from the submission tree. 
and I just fucking he put it in the bucket and I just jumped inside of it and squashed it into juice. Okay. Fuck you, Tommy! <laughs> I can't well, okay. fucking believe this. Here's something though. Here's something. Okay. So in Cinnaroar, whenever you're used in competitive Pokemon, you might have like one fire type move, right? But mm-hmm. like he's mostly used as a dark type. Like he most of his like stabs and stuff that people put on it put on him. Excuse me. Uh, uh, is Darkest Lariat, which is a dark type move. Right. Also, if you think about it in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate for the Nintendo Switch, he's a grappler. So yeah, but his his recovery sets himself on fire, and he has that fire belt on. Son at of all a times. bitch, Tommy, with the fucking fire again! I hate this so much. Tim is crying. I can't believe this happened. No, listen to me. Listen, if this is a fight to the death. He'll get over his fears and fight to survive. His fears will bump the blood through his veins and make him <laughs> strong. Adrenaline! <laughs> Wait, wasn't that the end of the Jungle Book, though, where he fights Mowgli and it's all on fire and he can't fight Mowgli because everything's on fire because it's on fire? That doesn't happen with Incineroar. We've never seen that happen in the anime, the manga, or the game. Have you read the manga with Incineroar in it? Have nope. you seen the anime with Incineroar? Nope. Okay, well, okay cool. I'm willing to take your word on it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know what? Even then, I'm still going to take Incineroar. <laughs> but, no, listen, Incineroar's stupid. Incineroar, Incineroar is effectively an animal, okay? Mr. Yeah. Shere Khan. <laughs> Mr. Shere Khan, Shere Khan is a Khan. fucking He's robot, a, I guess. With human intelligence, human level intelligence. Yeah, Pokemon are sentient. Yeah, they're sentient, but like... Most of them. Kind of. But like, yeah, like they can. Okay, understand. you guys were getting on to me the other week for fucking eating Pokemon because they had sentience, and now they only kind of have. No, sentience. this is what I'm saying. I guess it's cool if I eat a. They have sentience. Cold cut then, huh? They have sentience, but they don't have intelligence like that. Like, yeah, you know, they have emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. but they don't have like real intelligence. They have emotional intelligence, <laughs> yeah. but they need. That's why they need trainers to tell them what to do for <laughs> fights and shit. They, you're like, they have emotional intelligence, but not real intelligence. Like, okay, if well, you know okay. how to be happy. Than you, <laughs> Listen, this is what I'm saying. you must not know how to this read. Self-advocating is for chumps. <laughs> even we've seen it in the TV show. Even the most powerful Pokemon that are in the wild are still in the wild, and they will be taken down by any trained, properly trained Pokemon and a proper trainer. Oh, not okay. any of them. Not any of them. However, Mo- most of them. them. And I feel like a random Incineroar is not going to be like a fucking Entei-level creature. You know? Yeah, I just figured that if we were pitting. Uh, an Incineroar against a guy called Mr. Sheer Khan, yeah. not just any tiger, that it would be like, you know, a pretty good Incineroar. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. It's just a regular run of the mill Incineroar. Well, anyway, he still loses because fire. No, no. Yeah, he also hits him with the darkest lariat, and then also fucking b- does the backbreaker. No fucking... one knows what that is. No one knows what you're talking about. What is that? Yeah, only the around. people who've played Smash Brothers know what that is. He spins around and he goes. <laughs> like I don't that. know. I, you guys don't understand. I don't. Think no, I, I get it. Like Mr. Shere Khan's, like you know, Tiger Man with also, knuckles, but also he works under the, the shadows. He works in the shadows. You know what fire makes? It makes more shadows. He hides behind all the shadows, mm. and then he. Just jumps out and he kills him that's true there's one thing that kingdom hearts has taught me it's that shadows grow longer in the light that's i fucking a- hate it <laughs> that's an actual <laughs> i have line. to get out of this house <laughs> it's a pretty good line <laughs> the closer you, you know get to, or maybe it's the closer you get to the light the longer your shadow grows something like that oh. it's pretty fucking edgy but also deep at the same time it kind of is mm. speaking of the longer your shadow grows tommy yes my own shadow the yeah. evil side of me yeah <laughs> tommy. inside of you 
There is a Tim and a Tommy, and they are constantly both gay. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. A little bit of tidbit about this question. This has been my OC question in our notes for like five weeks now, That's and true. we just keep not getting to it. That is true. So I'm finally getting to ask my question. I'm very excited. Marcus, Tim, and Tommy each get 20 animals of their choice. The only limit is that the animals don't come up above the waist, and they uh, we each get to train them for a three-way free-for-all battle, like a Pokemon battle, but we have 20 of the same animal. Hmm. Which animals do we pick? And at the end, once we've given all of our cases, who wins? So one animal, I have 20 of them, and they can't come up above the waist. Yes. Uh, I will say these are just kind of like the like average of a species. So if you pick like dogs, you don't get to pick like 20 Scooby-Doo's or something like that. Right. It's just like 20 dogs that don't come up above your waist. They're all the same kind of dog. They're just... Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like, you could even pick, like, a breed, but just not, like, fucking a name. Right, 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 right. Okay. So when you say don't come up to the waist, do you mean if, like, a dog was to stand up, it wouldn't come above your waist? Or however they stand, it doesn't come Yeah, however they normally stand is not above your waist. Okay. Cool. So if they're a quadruped, they have to have all four feet on the ground? Yeah, like, they the can jump and okay. stuff, but, mm. like, mostly if they stand on four legs, then that's that's what we're assuming. I'll yeah. go first, since okay. I'm the one po- positing the question. I'm going to have 20 bobcats. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. They're ferocious. They're tenacious. They're bodacious. Native to they're... mine and Tommy's home. Native to my, uh, Marcus's home. They so, were. Uh, go bobcats. Um, our school mascot. Mm-hmm. Hey-o. Um, they uh, are spotted, and they uh, will probably fuck fuck you up yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh i am going to take green anacondas i'll have 20 green anacondas uh they are very long uh very big uh they're about like they go between like 15 to 17 feet long generally yeah uh they're big old just thick ass motherfuckers uh there have been known i know we said uh we're gonna get I think we said that we're going to get, like, averages and not, like, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe, like, with slight differentiation amongst yeah. them. But there are some that are just long as shit. You mm-hmm. you guys have seen the fucking pictures of these yeah, massive yeah, ass sure. snakes. A lot of those are green anacondas. Gotcha. Okay, hell yeah. Um, I will be taking for mine the American black bear. <sighs> Wait. The American black bear goes up above your waist, doesn't it? No, the American the American grizzly bear does. The American black bear <laughs> on four legs uh, comes up uh, to like, I think, three feet, six inches. That's so far above your waist. No, I have a long torso. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Hold on a second. What the fuck? So the black what? bear. No, no. The black bear um, has all the feats of a grizzly, just like more compact. Fuck, he's not right. Not as strong. Yeah. Like this picture, it literally just comes up to the waist. Like an average black bear. Yeah, an average American black so bear. So you mean like the waist is in like right? You know, yeah, like honestly, I'm okay. About your hips. I was. Are you talking about your hips? Yeah, like 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 your your oh, waist yeah, where okay. your hips are. Yeah. Whenever you said that originally, I thought you were talking about your hip, your hips, and then in my head I thought hips. Oh, that's thighs. And so I was thinking comes up to your thighs, not comes uh, up to your waist, uh, which is like a foot and a half above your thighs for right. some people. So yeah. carry on. I think we're all in agreement here. That the American black bear wins. I don't think that happens at all. Oh, God. I think we're all in agreement here. <laughs> I don't think that happens at all. Oh, okay. 
All right, with all all of these sixty animals on the terrain at once. Yes. Yeah. I think Marcus might be right. Yes, the just, American black bear just because takes it. Is the is the green anaconda venomous, or is it just like a constrictor snake? It's a constrictor snake. Okay, so it. I just feel like out of these three, yeah, the, the best thing that you can have is like, it, like endurance or durability. And now that I think about it, like each of these black bears could take down like two or three bobcats at least, and constrictor snakes work best when they have like a element of surprise or something like that mm-hmm. which if it's just a free-for-all they wouldn't necessarily have as much of depends on where the free-for-all is yeah i was just thinking like in a clearing in the woods oh i was thinking of just like in the woods not clearing though uh, well this, this is not the winky dome is it well I, I didn't dome. say that I have to impose that upon you, Marcus. <laughs> and if you feel like you have to say something I'm not like letting that you, to I'm, me, I'm not letting you fucking if you feel try to like shoot you have this win out from me, under the, the American black bear. The American dude. black bear fucking sucks. I, Listen to me. Look at my fucking eyes. <laughs> Fuck your bears. Fuck your bears. I don't like them <laughs> at all. You and your bears can go, go somewhere else. Stop it! Stop it! Look at what you've done to him. You've hurt him, Jim. No! I'll just slap your, each and every one of your bears on the nose. That's what I'll do. I'll tell all my snakes, that's the weak point. That's the weak point. Hit the nose. Hit the nose. They'll take their fucking 17 long ass, 17 foot long tail and just whap them. Yeah, well, snakes are stupid. Hey, that's just rude. Oh, Marcus. Exactly. I know you're feeling bad. Do you want us to tell, about, tell us about your bigger nose fact again? So... Bears, <laughs> grizzly bears' noses are seven times more sensitive <laughs> than the American bloodhound dog, which are 300 times more sensitive than the human nose, <laughs> which makes a total of <laughs> 2,100 times more sensitive than the human nose. There. Don't you feel a little bit better now? Uh, yeah. Why are you crying? Your bears are going to win anyway. <laughs> that fact sucked. <laughs> How about that? Lame. Wah, wah. <laughs> I can't. I can't do this. Oh no, no! I'm just mad because I'm bad. I'm just mad because I fucking face <laughs> snakes over fucking bears. I'm mad that I brought bobcats to a bear fight. If I had known, I would have got the fucking uh, what is it? Uh, that that tree frog that's insanely poisonous. Poison dart frog. Poison mm. dart frog. I would have taken the poison. That was my first pick. Then yeah. I was like, I picked that last time. We did an animal. Well, actually, question bears like are this. immune to poison dart frogs because they're fur. Yeah, well, the poison dart frogs would jump on the bear noses. So. Exactly. No, they don't have the sentience to do that. Well, you guys maybe. are just mad because you didn't think of American black bear first. I w- even if I thought about the American black bear, I never would have picked the American. I never would have. I never would have picked the American. I never would have picked the American black bear. Bears win again. I never would have. I have a question. You do you? Yeah. Well, then fucking give it to us. I guess. Okay. Here we go. So. You get to, so just like choose any media franchise that you want to. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Like you are you now are, like, the sole owner of, like, the complete rights to that media franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, like, uh, intellectual property. The, the entire IP is yours. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get a... Plo- like, you... The only catch to it is you have to produce something new for it. Like, you have to either make a new movie, video games, TV season, something for it. Okay. So, what do you choose? And then what do you make? Okay. I've got one. Okay. Lay it on me. So, listen to this. Get okay. this. All right. It is seven years 
after the end of the original Harry Potter book. Okay. Harry is doing his weird wizard cop horse shit. Yeah. As he is wont to do, I guess. Right. Um, when suddenly a wormhole opens and some, it looks like someone's like disapparating in front of him. Yeah. But it's Ron Weasley. But he's completely like, he looks like he did when he was 16. He's completely right. cut up and bruised and battered and burned. Half his hair has been cut away. He's bleeding and he's begging Harry. He's like dying in his arms. And he tells Harry that he's actually the alternate universe Harry. And alternate universe Harry? He's the alternate universe Harry from Harry Potter. And so he's got to, Harry finds out that he's actually not the main character. And the main story is about the Harry Potter from a different dimension where where everybody wished the things that had happened in the Harry Potter books happened. So, like, instead of, um, like, like, it's not racist, it's not misogynistic, oh, okay, they have, okay. like, all of the, the better parts, like, essentially oh, what the fans wanted out of Harry Potter and the end of it. And Harry finds out that he's just been fan fiction the whole time. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. And then he Holy has to help shit. main the main Harry Potter save his dimension from Voldemort. Nice. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. And it's the eighth Harry Potter book. Nice. Wow. That's crazy. That's actually a pretty good one. Nice. Holy Thank shit. You. Yeah. I think that there's... A, I think that maybe in the main mainline Harry Potter universe... Uh, there was one of the, there was like a B plot in one of the books, uh, like pretty early on that was all about freeing the house elves and like pointing out like, Hey, this is actual slavery. Yeah, yeah. there was. Yeah, there's it a was whole like... revolutionary movement in the main series yeah. that yeah. we just didn't hear about and it gets resolved in the eighth book. It started really early. It started like fairly early on in the book series yeah. and carried over through the entire thing. And everyone made fun of Hermione for it. They were just like, what are you doing? Or Ron did mostly. He's like, what? It's, it's, it's fine. It's they fine. like it. Yeah. Fuck you, Ron Weasley. Fuck you, Ron Weasley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, I got one. Okay. Go, go for it. Okay, so I'm taking Pokemon. I'm mm-hmm. now the sole proprietary <laughs> owner of all things having to do with Pokemon, and I immediately become the richest man in the world. Nice. Uh, on top of that, but, like, this is where the real, you know, project lies, right? I'm making a Pokemon MMO. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And it's it's going to be a desktop game. Uh-huh. But, it, like, you're going to be able to... Like, it's going to be... Developed for PC and Switch, so you can play mm-hmm. on either one. Mm-hmm. And then you can also, there's also going to be like a mobile app tie-in to where like you can do like some of your like daily stuff on your phone, uh, almost kind of like um, not to the same extent where like you can like fully like full ass play RuneScape on your phone, mm-hmm. but yeah. also like not as cheap and fucking boring as like the WoW apps where like you can like message your guild members. That shit's boring. Uh, like there's yeah. going to be some shit like you know you can you can hatch eggs, you can breed Pokemon, you can do shit like that. On so your phone. like it's integrated with Pokemon Go. Yeah, probably probably you're going to have some Pokemon Go integration for sure. Uh, you get to choose which region you want to start in. No, take it back. You start in Kanto, but then after that, after you get through Kanto, like the starter area, you mm-hmm. can choose which region you want to go to from there. Uh, mm-hmm. It has every okay. region in the game. Every time a new game comes out on console, then that region gets added as DLC to the MMO. Hell yeah, yeah, that's fucking sick. You could also that's also really cool because like, uh, you could even have like, because like the like the events that they do for the main series games are like. Real boring. It's just like, okay, go talk to this person, and they give you a mystery egg, right. and then you hatch it, and it's a fucking level, like, 75 Dialga with perfect stats or something like yeah. that. Yeah. 
But like in this, it can actually be like, oh, Ash has shown up in one of the regions. And if you right. like travel around, you might be able to find him and fight him and get good loot or something. Right. Something else uh, that I've thought about is like maybe in the MMO, it just starts out with like uh, Kanto, Johto and Hoenn. Mm-hmm. And then like from there, we're released. We release DLC of like the other regions. You're talking oh. about this like it's an actual pitch or an actual thing. Yeah. Like for real. Like, like you've been doing a lot of thinking about I've this. I've thought about this for literally a decade. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> um, I think a lot of people have. Yeah. And like the reason the reason I know like I don't want to get anybody's hopes up this is never coming in real life. This yeah. would never <laughs> ever happen because MMOs are so expensive to operate that like the the margins of profit would be razor thin if it was a, if they did turn a profit on it. Yeah. Um and that's all they fucking care about. But Pokemon is like literally the most successful media franchise of all time and um makes the most money. And so I don't give a shit if the, if I lose money on the MMO just so long as like <laughs> you can have it, it happens. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. You know what I would do? What would you do? I'm taking Marvel. Ooh, okay. Actually, I'm taking all of Disney. Oh, oh shit! shit. Okay. Taking all of Disney and every single. There's no more like separate universes. Yeah. At all. <laughs> no more. Every single animation style is going to be the same. No live action. Nothing. Okay, fuck. No okay. live action whatsoever. Are you, wait, wait, wait. You say everything's going to be the same. Is this going to be like 3D or is this going to be hand drawn? Like 2D? A little bit of both. Just no live action is Just what no Tim live is saying. Action. Just no live yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah. Like, uh, and when I say a little bit of both, I mean everything will have a little bit of both. Okay. Like, depending on what character is there, it might be 3D, might be 2D, mm. but it'll it'll be seamless. It'll be seamless. Don't worry about okay. that part. Okay. I'm not worried um, about it. Yeah. Uh, I want to have new movies where characters like Goofy. Uh-huh. Donald Duck. Yeah. Uh they're with the Avengers, okay. right? Everything is collaborative. Gotcha. So Tim essentially wants to turn Disney into what Kingdom Hearts wants to be. Wait a second, hold on. <laughs> now <laughs> that's not where I was going with this. Right. If that's how you want to take it, that's fine. <laughs> I will I won't take that away. Right. However, what I want to see, I want to see Sword in the Stone Boy. I want to see that guy in something like Moana. I want to see that guy okay. walk in there and just be like, whoa. And then that's, that's the whole bit. <laughs> There's just a like 15 second long clip. That's all that, yes. that whole scene is in yes. Moana. That's it. Yes. There's but no it cost, explanation. It costs $30 million to make that though. Yeah, because everything else is in perfect <laughs> picturesque 3D CGI. Yeah. And Sword in the Stone Boy still looks like he's being drawn by hand. Uh, Tim, if you were the, uh, if you owned all of Disney, would you let Sora be in Smash? Y- yes. Okay, cool. I would make it happen. I think Tim but, would yeah. petition to have Sora in Smash. I would say, Sakurai. I'll pay you $75,000. I will give you $75,000 million. Wait, that's a lot of money. <laughs> $75,000 million. Yep, I'll well, do it. You know, boys, I think that if we were if we ran some of the most successful media franchises in the world, that we would make some stuff that people really wanted to see. I would also own Cartoon Network and... Um, you, you already own Harry Potter. Yeah, no, I would you own Cartoon Network. Okay. That's it. I don't. I don't want to change anything. I just want to own Cartoon Network. <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would make it if I own Cartoon Network. Then I would make a new kind of like in the middle buffer zone between Cartoon Network and Adult Swim, that mm. was geared at like cartoons for like mm, millennials. Probably well, like Gen Z at this point. Gen, like, Gen Z and millennials. Yeah, stuff like. You I don't know, think millennials need cartoons anymore. They're like thirty. 
Like I'm saying stuff like, like where like watch Steven though. Universe, but like Pearl can say damn. Like yeah, but not but like you know can't say fuck or anything like that. Mm, yeah. Also, Family Guy is taken out. Yeah. Completely just wiped off the fucking face. Of Marcus the would never fucking glass, do that. We, yeah. Oh, who's the guy that makes Family Guy and all Seth those? MacFarlane. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, we we glass Seth MacFarlane's house. <laughs> it's like a mini nuke, but only for the like radius of his property. Oh in my LA. god. <laughs> May your art never hurt another soul. Um, <laughs> that's our last goof. We just want to say a special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams, Max Ellen Young, and David Boss for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and not being Seth MacFarlane. Yep. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young. You can find Jess on Twitter at Antler Goth, and you can find David on Twitter at Extremely underscore Dope underscore. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we wouldn't have a show to put on. And if you would like to submit a question and help keep doing all that biz, please do that. You can send us a tweet at versus extreme on Twitter, or you can send us an email at versus extreme cast at gmail.com. You can also find more episodes of versus extreme at Apple podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Uh, we put out episodes every Tuesday, so please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us. Uh, it really helps push us up in the algorithms and gets more people to hear the great goofs that you've come to know and love. Also, when you're hitting us up on Twitter this week, please make sure to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which was, People who really like pickles versus people who really like purple. Yeah. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Word of the mouth is the best way to get new listeners, and we love sharing this thing that we do with as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Keep wearing that mask. Stay inside. Black Lives Matter. Uh, write your representatives about saving the post office. Yeah. Yes. Don't fucking let this last guardrail of fascism fall. I think that's it, right? Uh, call your parents if you love them yeah. and let them know that you love them. Hey, thanks for, thanks for listening this week. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun, and it's my job to pet your dog on the couch. And I'm Tim, and I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.